trans cult has First Amendment in its sights. It's astonishing that America's first freedom, the most fundamental of all constitutionally protected rights, is threatened by cross-dressers and others in bondage to disorders related to sexuality. That which has made America great, a beacon of light to oppressed peoples around the world, is being dismantled by those devoted to sexual libertinism. And the manifold deleterious effects of this dismantling are transforming America into a place unfit for children, families, or a free and flourishing people. While political leaders, including GOP leaders, cower in their corners if men in dresses look at them cross-eyed, those men in dresses gobble up the rights of Christians. Yum, yum, eat them up. The newest salvo from a man in a dress comes from Reverend Kaylee Hargrove, a man who now pretends to be a woman and who filed a Title IX complaint with the Office for Civil Rights of the Department of Justice, claiming that Lincoln Christian University in Lincoln, Illinois, violated his civil rights under Title IX of the Education Amendments of 1972. Mr. Hargrove was a student at Lincoln Christian University when he made the free choice to begin cross-dressing and pretending to be a woman. As a result, the Christian University told him he had to withdraw from classes or face discipline. Mr. Hargrove then filed his complaint. Mr. Hargrove is being represented by the Religious Exemption Accountability Project, REAP, get it? whose sole raison d'etre is to sue Christian colleges and universities that receive federal funds in deference to those who worship sexual sin and who demand that all Christians do so likewise. Mm, Ain't going to happen. The wheat and chaff will be separated and the chaff burned up. The lukewarm church will be vomited out and reap will one day reap the whirlwind that it is sowing. Here's reap's tricksy bit of legal sophistry quoted from its press release, quote, In August 2021, the university discriminated against Kaylee Hargrove on the basis of sex, parentheses, gender identity, by directing her, sick, either to withdraw from classes or face discipline because she, sick, publicly identified as transgender, end quote. Reap and Hargrove are citing Title IX of the Education Amendments of 1972, which prohibits discrimination based on sex. Title IX says nothing about gender or gender identity, which, as sexual anarchists continually proclaim, are entirely different from sex. In reality, the socially constructed screwball idea of an identity based on subjective feelings about one's sex wasn't even on the horizon when Title IX was written and passed. As Ben Shapiro, Ryan T. Anderson, and others predicted, the boneheaded decision written by Supreme Court Associate Justice Neil Gorsuch in the Title VII case, Bostock v. Clayton County, made inevitable a conflict between Title IX and Title VII. Gorsuch decided that if employers don't treat men who pretend to be women exactly as they treat women, then they're guilty of discrimination based on sex. As legal scholars predicted and leftists knew, Bostock paved the way for legal attacks on both women's sports and Christian schools that treat people differently in some contexts based on sex differences. 
As I wrote in 2020, following Gorsuch's janky decision, quote, the crux of the argument goes something like this. If a company that allows a woman who gets breast implants and wears lipstick, stilettos, and dresses to work fires a man who gets breast implants and wears lipstick, stilettos, and dresses to work, the company has discriminated against him based on his sex and therefore violated Title VII of the Civil Rights Act, end quote. Coincidentally, Lincoln Christian University was founded by Earl C. Hargrove. So, a Hargrove heretic seeks to impose his socially constructed heretical theology which is misshapen by his sinful desires, on a university founded by a Hargrove Christian. Hmm, irony. LGB and T activists are using receipt of federal funds as a ruse to force Christian schools to deny the word of God on matters related to sexuality and marriage. Don't be deceived. They will next come after Christian schools that don't receive federal funds. If the wolves in sheep's clothing can't infiltrate Christian schools and churches and transmogrify their theological orthodoxy into heresy, they will use the courts to silence them. Slowly, incrementally, leftists have been engaged in a long battle to eradicate all public recognition of sex differences. The ideological weapons central to this battle include the heterosexual revolution, fomented by the perverse Alfred Kinsey and Hugh Hefner, feminism, the homosexual revolution, and transcultism. Since this battle is, at its core, a spiritual battle, it also necessarily entails eradicating the church's freedom to preach and teach. Leftists believe that identity defined by biblical orthodoxy must be subordinated to identity defined by disordered sexual appetites. Every society has taboos and stigmas. Every society has shared public values and principles that shape culturally approved behaviors and conventions. Societies also embed those values and principles in our laws, policies, civic practices, court decisions, classrooms, arts, and entertainment. Those institutional incarnations of shared values and principles implicitly and explicitly teach what society believes is right or wrong, good or bad, healthy or unhealthy. Currently, those who hold conservative sexual ethics are stigmatized, shamed, excluded, and bullied. Further, there are no societies in which individual freedom in all areas of life is absolute and without limit. A society is not a collection of atomized individuals united by nothing other than shared geography. Rather, societies are group projects in which diverse peoples are united by ideas, principles, and values. The question before us now is which ideas, values, and principles will we uphold and teach? If leftists continue to dominate all cultural institutions, we will enslave future generations to their ideas and values which are shaped by disordered sexual appetites. Instead of freeing future generations by providing sexual boundaries consonant with reality.